Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Go fuck yourselves. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Yeah. yeah. Gonna do it live. Welcome everybody to Movie Sucktastic episode 230. This is Scott, and the sickly one on the other side of the mic is Joey. <laughs> You're delicious. <laughs> What's that from? Spaceballs. Pizza. Okay. Oh, that's no, why. Pizza the Hut. You know when he starts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do. It. I, I'm never, I don't. I don't get it. I'm sure there will be moments where you won't realize I am as sick as a dog. But there will wow. be moments when you will. Oh, yeah, because I'm sure throughout this episode, when I listen back to it, you, I'm just going to hear. You, you're going to think I'm Donald J. fucking Trump. <laughs> All right. So I apologize in advance if... Uh, if Don't I, apologize. If that I, means you're wrong. Don't if, apologize for anything, sir. If, if I do that a lot this episode. So this episode, we're, uh, we're now... Um, Ankles deep, uh, knee deep in our Oscar uh, reviews for this year. That's right. That's right. And, and this episode, we're reviewing the film Arrival. Uh, directed by Denis Villeneuve. 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 Yes. Um, who has directed um, a couple of films that I have not seen yet, but have been wanting to to see very very uh -huh. badly uh like yeah. Sic sicario and prisoners prisoners and enemy both of those are on my list enemy i just haven't gotten around to it oh I, that's right i haven't seen enemy either mm -hmm. that's a gillahall film i'm pretty sure let me see well it would make sense because he did uh pris they did prisoners together 
It is yeah. a Jake Gyllenhaal film. Enemy. What was that one about? Oh wow! A man seeks out to a man seeks out his exact lookalike after spotting him in a movie. Right oh. now, oh, now here's the thing. On the previous episode, I had mentioned that it was kind of like another one of those um, remakes of uh, the Double by Ch- D- Dostoevsky. Uh, apparently, this is actually uh, Enemy was based on a novel by uh, some guy. Oh, oh, and he's also he also is directing Blade Jose Runner. Saramago. Oh, the Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Which I did yes. not know he was doing. Yeah, apparently that's a big thing. Yeah, I saw the... I guess it, it wasn't even a trailer. It was a teaser. And uh, it's got Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford in it. I don't know. Well, I got a feeling you and I will have to go back and review the original. Oh, I think Cause so. Because I'm not a big fan. So that should be interesting. I've always liked Blade, uh, Blade Runner. Um, I've always <laughs> liked it. I, I'm not a fan of the 11,000 cuts of the movie. <laughs> like, seriously, I'm I'm not uh, I'm I'm not one of those that prefers the 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 voiceover Harrison Ford ending, um, you know, driving along the countryside. Not into that. I like the dark, grim. I don't know what the fuck is going on kind of ending. So you don't like the theatrical cut? I like the director's cut. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you are a fan of the multiple cuts because you like one of them. Well, no, I'm not a fan of it having so many. I do like wow. one of them, though. Okay. And the theatrical is okay, but I do prefer the directors. But yeah, we'll have to slate, we'll have to take a look at that and see if we can squeeze that in. So when we review, because uh, I'm sure we will review it. So how do we approach that? Do we talk about the multiple different uh, cuts of the film? Sure, why not? Uh, I, I've got a few of them. I don't know how, if I have I've, all. Of them. I've got a five disc set that has like every alternate well, cut the, like the major my, ones my father has that because i got it for him for uh christmas one year because yeah it's the briefcase he likes the movie <laughs> yeah the one that comes in the briefcase that has like the, the yeah. like the cell from the film or whatever yep, i got the same one yeah i'd make fun of it but i have my lost special edition box set with the whole island and the game inside the, so I, right. I should shut the fuck up you should shut the fuck up yeah <laughs> Although I did get that for like seventy bucks when it was going for two hundred, so. Uh, yeah, I don't believe you could still get it for that cheap. I think because they don't make it anymore, and I guess it's considered somewhat of a collector's item. Is it? See, now, I'm gonna have to peek at that while you uh, introduce Arrival. <clears throat> so, uh, Scott and I came out with a kind of a schedule to review all of these things, and Arrival uh, is slated for this week, directed by Dennis Villeneuve. And starring Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner, Forrest Whitaker. And the basic premise is, out of nowhere, these kind of Jade, Egg, Gwyneth, Paltrow, put them in your vagina things come and land on Earth. And we don't know why. And they they bring in... We the, never know why. Do we ever know why aliens have landed? I mean, ever or just in this film? Um, well, I mean, in most, in the majority of films, we never know why. It's always like, I wonder why they're here. Yeah. Uh, well, one of the theories for uh, just general aliens, you know, with the big eyes, the slender gray faces, is that I've heard many a time uh, by stoners, because when you're stoned, everything always makes more sense, is that that's us so far in the future, and we're coming back and abducting ourselves now. To do experiments so that they can 
save themselves all the way in the future. Oh yeah, it makes way more sense when you're stoned. But uh, I don't know why they've landed per se in this film, but they are here, and Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner and a, and you know a group of scientists, but those are the two main main characters in the film. They're are the brought head in, scientists. Yeah, they're brought in to communicate or at least try to communicate with these heptapods to figure out why they're here. Are they friendly? Are they you know uh, to, to, are they going to try and kill us? Things of that nature. So, now, I, I believe Jeremy Renner is a physicist, and she is a linguist. Correct. Yes, and they're brought in, um, like you said, uh, they, they're brought in to try to figure out what, what the aliens want by the government who's... Uh, now, I mean, I was not looking forward to watching this. I did. I, 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 was, I, was, I was interested. I was, well, you know, it's you like know, sci-fi. You, you know what I didn't like? Fan. I didn't like all the hype. Oh, the hype kills anything, yeah. I wasn't crazy yeah. about all the hype. I wasn't crazy about how they, they talk about uh, and uh, uh, one of the best films ever made, a masterpiece, uh, uh, the twist will, will keep you, uh, you know, up at night or it'll it'll make you, you, you know, yeah. keep Shut you thinking. Yeah, the fuck up. It's just like, just stop talking. So I tried to go in this as blindly as possible. And if you could even call it a twist, I dug it. I thought it was kind of neat. Well, let's not get that far. Well, are we going to talk uh, about that? Like well, the yeah, ending yeah, and but, what but, it means? But, 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 so you know we're going to... Spoiler? A mild spoiler down the road. I, I don't know if we'll reveal it at all. And I'm, not, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but uh, let me backtrack. I, I meant to get you a checklist this week, and I didn't do it. Oh, that's right. You didn't. Because, But it's in my mind. And because, I, again, when we review these films now, the first thing I want to talk about is the title. Because this has come up a lot with us. Uh, with films, do you have at least and whether uh, it's a, a good title or a bad title? You have a partial punch list, or at least uh, I do not. I do not. It's all in my head. So I'm, I'm, we're going to wing it now, all but right. I'll get it to you this weekend. I promise. Very cool. Uh, but let's let's talk about the title right now. Arrival. What yes. are your feelings on the title of the film? Just the title I, alone. To be honest, it, it's not like Hell or High Water, like what we talked about last week, where it had all these like different meanings. It's a very simple, very basic, very ABC kind of title. I, I, They've arrived. I, I, They're here, yeah, and that's really uh, where a different. Yeah, that's really where it, it kind of, kind of end, begins and ends. I mean, you can maybe tie in the spoiler a little bit with it, but I think you'd be stretching. Not really. I think yeah. you'd really be stretching it. Right. I, I mean, I, I would, I would paraphrase you a little bit and say that it's a shitty title. <laughs> okay. Very shitty. Yeah. Horrible, lame, mainstream one word bullshit title. Um, interestingly enough, director, the film is... This director seems to like those one-word titles, though. I think yeah, everything well, he's directed is one word. Now, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Again, the only thing I liked about the film Gravity, I thought the title worked. Because <laughs> yeah. yes, it, it had... The title had more depth than the film itself. It had, that a, way. it had a few different meanings. Now, Arrival is one of the films up for Best Adapted Picture. Screenplay. Yes. And it, the, this film is based on a short story or novella called um, Story of Your Life. Okay. Now, the original title was Story of Your Life to the film, but test audiences did not like the title. Of course. Because, because it wasn't fucking stupid. <laughs> now, I'll be honest, I'm not a fan of the title Story of Your Life either. It sounds like a, a, a rom-com. I, I, yeah, 
I, I, I don't like either titles. But you know, there there was a film with Michelle Pfeiffer and Dennis Dennis uh, Bruce Willis, I believe, called The Story of Us, and it was basically a romantic, you know, dramedy. So I could see why that, you know, test audiences were not uh, for it. Just for a minute there, I what? For a minute there, I was thinking that there was a story, a movie like that, like with that kind of title, uh, with um, Michael Keaton in it. But I think that's My Life that I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's one where he he gets. Canceled. That's where he's like filming himself for his kid. Yeah, because yeah. he's dying, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. I don't like movies like that. <laughs> I, I really don't. All right. I, I don't even want to think. I, I don't like to think. I just I don't like to think that way. So well, I, let's let's move on then. Let's move on. Um. So, uh, the the basic plot of the film, which you've already discussed. Yes. Uh. Now. It was one of the things that kept me from wanting to see the film because sci-fi, I'm not a huge sci-fi fan. A lot of it's very repetitive. And like, oh, another alien's landing and we don't know what they mean and now we have to try to figure out what they want bullshit. <laughs> it's like, I might as well just go back and watch Sphere again. Sphere. That's what I said, Sphere. I thought you said fear. No, I said Sphere. 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 Fear. Sphere. Fear. That's what, exactly, Sphere. Fear. Bjorn Borg. You know, and and the whole the whole thing of the oh, an intelligent life lands here, and we don't know how to to, to um to communicate with it, and this leads to confusion, and of course we lean towards violence. Wow, I think what was that called? The day the Earth is still. Yeah, I've seen this film, so I wasn't interested in seeing it. Um. Now again, this is before I saw it. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm no, I, I think I. Yeah, no, I did always want to see this. Uh. Mainly because of the director, because I said, you know what, this is like the third or fourth film that he's done that he's been praised for, and I haven't seen any of them. I haven't seen anything this guy's directed. I was like, at least I need to see this. Now, I do want to mention the cinematography and the director telling a story with the visuals. Yes, he he did very good with it. I got, what, I'm sorry? He did very good with it, I think. Oh, great. Now, I got into this a little bit in Hell or High Water, and you weren't on board with me. Not entirely. Right. Now, I want to run this by you with Arrival, and I think you'll be a bit more on board board with me with this. Okay. The film is about uh, perception and communication. Without tr- now, there's a mild spoiler alert here because it's kind of hard to talk about in detail about this film without giving away a bit of it. So, if you're concerned about that, you might not want to listen. I hate to say that, but I'm going to try not to give it away. Okay. But all right. But so you know, you you understand that there's the whole, this alien race comes and they perceive reality or us or certain things in a at linear way. Than we do, right? In a linear way. Well, we see it in a linear. No, I th- I thought they explained very clearly that they're uh, they're no. lin- linear uh, with no, the way they see not, time. They, they're not, they're nonlinear. Oh, non-linear, yes. We're linear. Yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what you meant yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant to that's right. right. Now, so thinking of that, if you go back and watch the opening scenes, everything is like the house. Window frames, square window frames, yep. background. Everything, all these other shots, hallway, doorways, bookshelves, square rooms, square buildings. Everything is square lines. When the aliens appear, they're in these half moon cylindrical shapes everything's round 
Now, the only other area you see anything that's con- that that is not lines that's kind of semi round is when you're in the cl- when you see her in her classroom where she's teaching at the college. Right. Well, so and that's and that ha- like that happens before they or just as they arrive anyway. So right. Well, yeah. But what I'm saying is like that's the only time you ever see anything kind of like curves up until you actually go to the aliens. Now, the aliens once we get there again more squares, tents, trucks, everything's square square rooms and even inside the alien ship square rooms but then when we deal with the aliens themselves and the alien ship everything's cylindrical everything's round curved and right. and the, uh i thought the cinematography wise it does a great job of putting those two images conflicting with one another on the screen at all times even like everything they bring up are in square boxes square screens square Tab, everything's lines squared in boxes. We're you know compartmentalizing, and then the aliens. Everything is fluid, multiple items. You know, ever like a robberous snail, uh, snake eating his tail, kind of round. You know, the their 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 uh, dial their their written language is circles with spikes and shit. Yeah, it's got all different like peaks and whatnot, and circles yeah. are supposed to be infinite, so it it ties it's, in that way. Yeah, it's, it's going to sound stupid for me to say this, but this is a very visual film. Extremely visual. And, it, and it's, yeah, so you have to be watching the film. Well, I, not <coughs> excuse me. It. And I think that's one of the biggest reasons, other than the fact that it was it's actually a very well-made film, and it's actually a very entertaining film, uh, it, it's not just your run-of-the-mill sci-fi movie. There's so much depth and body to the film. Well... Uh, as far as visually, um, the message it, it delivers specifically at the end, I think there's a lot more meat there than you know, like say, even say something like District Nine, which got nominated for Best Picture. That, that I, I, you know, that's just a, a, a really good movie. But this, it's got a lot of different uh, things going on. A lot of pots I, I, boiling. I partially disagree. Okay. I I don't think it's that. On you know that, I'm not saying it's groundbreaking again, by any means. I'm just saying that there's a lot going on that's that you not you're, you're not you don't usually get in a standard sci-fi film. I it's not it's not Independence Day. I'll give you that. Well, f- duh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know what I see. My, my problem is when you talk about like really deep, multi-layered sci-fi films. Uh-huh. I, you know, for me, you get into shit that people can't even watch. The, this sure. is like middle of the road for me. This is like, yeah, there's 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 something deep in there, but it's still a mainstream big budget film. So of course it's everything kind of spelled out to a certain point. I do like the fact that the film doesn't really, um, there aren't really any hammer over the head scenes in this film. No. I don't think. No, not at all. I mean, I'm just yeah, everything is just kind of nonchalant. I I wouldn't say nonchalant. I would say subtle subtext. And sure. um, a different way uh, everything's uh, information is given at a at a slow pace. Uh, I, I mean, the reveal at the end is very good. I mean, you you catch on when you're supposed to, uh, and it's one of those films that the beginning of the film makes you think it's going to be one way, but then once you get to the end of the film and it reveals its meaning, the beginning has a whole different context yeah it, it feels it's a trick it's a trick beginning yeah put it, it that way. It, it, it's not even like it no it's a trick beginning no no no. i know but when you fought when you get to the end and then you have to 
you have to remember the beginning and, and, and why they did what they did. It, it, it almost feels like a different film in that moment because now you, you, you perceive the film differently. Yeah, it's like season two of Lost. <laughs> yeah, which my wife made me rewatch the entire first season after she saw me watching... I'm, I won't get into it for any Lost uh, people that haven't seen it yet. You should watch it. But the season two happens, and it changes everything. And she's and yeah. she comes in on, while I'm watching that scene. She's like, oh, I think I have to watch this. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I tried to get you to watch this with me with the first season. Now I had to watch the entire first season again and then get all the way up to where I left off on the second. And then she watched the other, you know, four seasons with me anyway. So, but I, I, I'm sorry. For me, it's right up there with Breaking Bad, one of the best TV shows ever. Although Breaking Bad was better. Uh, Breaking Bad easily. was better. Uh, easily. Lost is a solid number two. Yeah. Um, and I loved every minute of it until... Warts and all. Flaws and all. Until the very last I, ten seconds. I, again, I thought the last episode was good. I think you're just reading it wrong, and you need to give it a second chance. You're okay. better than that. I'm better than that. You're better than all the people that whined about the sec the, the season finale. You, you, you're you better than that. Okay, but I, I whined about it for a completely different reason. All right. Now, cast of Arrival. Yeah. Not any, any... not a real all star type cast. I mean, you got you got like two two or three really big names in Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner, and Forrest Whitaker. But after that, you got some known faces. You know, you got some known faces like uh, Michael Stolbarg. No, not Michael. Yes, Michael Stol Stolbarg. Well, that's an old Stolbarg. picture. Stolbarg, Stolbarg, which I like. He was in a TV show called Boardwalk Empire. Where he played, uh, oh, who did he play? He played, uh, I'll tell you who he played. He played Arnold, yeah, did, Arnold Rothstein, who was I, a, I a millionaire who, went, who went bankrupt. He was also in the Men in Black 3 sequel. Uh-huh. He, he was the one that could see the future, where he's like, this is now my oh, favorite yeah. moment. Oh, yeah, you know what? I, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have placed him in that until you said that. So, yeah, okay, wow. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, okay. And other, I, I, other than I, I, that, no, he, I that's liked it. him in this because what I said. Other than that, that's it as far as big names. I I like I like Michael Stolberg in this as Agent Helpern because Helpern because um he's he's what you call the necessary asshole. Yeah, like like he's you, you know he's not a bad guy per se, but he's there just to say what everybody like yeah like I know how government thinks. This is what they're thinking. Listen to me. Right. Yeah, I I may be a dick, but I'm a dick because I'm right because this is what <laughs> everything's happening. So you can't really hate him. Uh, right. You you understand the frustration with him, but there's a part who's like, well, yeah, but he's right. Yeah, he's kind of like the opposite of Paul Reiser and Alien or Aliens. <laughs> you know, <laughs> exactly. He's kind of like the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. I could have thought of that. That's great. <laughs> this is not my locker. <laughs> And Michael Felber is like, this is my fucking locker. This Walk exactly, away. yeah. This is my yeah. locker. Yes, this is my uh, locker. Is Amir's Forrest Whitaker just get creepier as he gets older? It's that lazy eye, man. Uh, but it, he know? used to be like lovable with the even like um in uh, like uh um what, ghost dog. Uh, ghost, thank you, ghost dog. Away the way the assassin. Even there, even Samurai. though he played like a cold blooded like a killer, he still was a very warm, cuddly kind of character. 
Sure. But now, like in this, it's like, oh yeah, you just you creep me out. You're scary. Well, I mean, so, ever uh, ever since he played Eni uh, uh, Amin, <laughs> he's just kind of like creepy guy. Yeah, that's now. gotta yeah for, for a method actor, that's gotta like just rip the soul out of you. Well, I mean, hey, it's a fucking Eni Amin's a major fucking. I mean, he won the Oscar for it, so. Eni Amin won an Oscar. Yes. Him. Wow. Yes. It's crazy to believe that, I know. Uh, <coughs> well, you know what? I mean, Forrest Whitaker, he's all in with uh, uh, Scientology and whatnot. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was in um, uh, Battlefield, Battlefield Earth. Battlefield Earth. He's all and, in. And the other film that kept springing to mind is he was in the... Um, uh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, the remake of... Invasion of the Body Snatchers that was just called Body Snatchers. With Donald Sutherland? No. No, that was the 70s one. Yeah. That was Invasion of the Body Snatchers. But they did it. Uh, Abel Ferrara. Abel Ferrara did a remake in the late 80s, early 90s called Body Snatchers. Oh, I remember that one. Remake. That was with the, the, the uh, Meg Tilly sister, the one that gets naked. I think so, yeah. <laughs> and, and he played, I think he was a psych- uh, uh, like a military-based psychiatrist. I could. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I could be wrong on that front. But he's in that too, and like just seeing him, the difference between his military characters and that and this one is a stark contrast. Oh, sorry, it, it, Meg Tilly, which is, you know, Jennifer Tilly Meg is Tilly. the one that doesn't get naked. She's you know slutty and everything, but she doesn't get naked. But her sister Meg Tilly, who isn't as slutty, gets naked and stuff. Uh, but I think Forrest Whitaker does a lot of military characters. Uh, yeah. Gabrielle Anwar is in that. I remember kind of liking that one. Hmm. I don't think I caught that one. Abel Ferrara. That's funny. Abel Ferrara, that's a good one. I mean, you know. I'm I'm an Abel Ferrara fan. I can't believe they gave him money to do that, to be honest. Why not? Well, just because of the films that he's used to doing, like Bad Lieutenant, uh, King of New York, Miss 45. Just doesn't seem like they'd give him any real money to make a movie like Body Snatchers. I don't think it was. I don't think it was a big budget film. <laughs> I don't think they gave him as much money as you think. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll look now, it up um, real quick. Uh, and that came out in 93. 93. So I was late, late 80s, early 90s, right? All right. Now, uh, so Arrival, as far as... I mean, my only problems with the film is the typical sci-fi nonsense. Uh, oh, yeah. it's there, and it, it bothers me a bit, but that's me. Uh, honestly, I was expecting this to be bored and annoyed with the film. I ended up enjoying it. Of course, I have a weakness for certain types of films, and this happened to be one of those types of films, and so I ended up loving it. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat as you. Uh, and yeah. when I saw this, all I could think of is like, it's like, now I know why Scott really liked this. Because yeah. it's why I really liked it. And also, I like it because there are many, many, many stupid people who don't understand the film and have complained about it on IMDb. I don't post, understand uh, what's uh, so hard. I, I know. Isn't it, isn't it really like you just like, what don't you understand? I heard a, a certain member of my family didn't like it, and I wasn't surprised. <laughs> Say no more. The word hate. Uh, it's like, hate this movie. <laughs> was the sentence. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, I like it even more now. <laughs> wow. I mean, I have to own this on Blu-ray now. Blu-ray. Um, 
and uh, and what I find great too is is uh, a lot of these films. Um, like if you go through again, go just go th- if you need a giggle, go through the IMDb message board. You, you won't have to go more than five or six before you hit some idiot. And in this case, there were a couple of ones who come out and say, "Oh, this is a typical left wing film, so the woman's right because you know it's her choice." And it's like, what? Did, were you <laughs> watching the film? Sh- sh- fuck oh. up. Sorry, I sneaked over that. <laughs> uh, Body Snatchers only made $428,000. Yeah, it, it didn't get a big release. No, it was released in 34 theaters. You know what? 428000 on 34 theaters is actually kind of impressive. Yeah, no, it was, uh, probably, it was probably just like an East Coast, West Coast release. It's for Abel Ferrara. Abel Ferrara, yeah. They, I don't, I don't they, think he's ever really gotten... Them. I don't think he's ever really gotten a wide release. Good. <laughs> Erica doesn't deserve Abel Ferrara. That's right. Keeps him honest. That's right. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I, I wasn't. Uh, I, I was surprised by how much I enjoyed the film, uh, even though I, my I I, di- I didn't want to see it because I had bias against it, and I like it more now. But that's because I have bias for it. So I'm right. not. I'm not a, a great objective reviewer of this film. Yeah. Now, do I think it's best picture? No. No. Definitely not. What else is it up for? Um, it's up for eight Oscars. Uh, directing? Yep. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I haven't. Again, it's the only film I've seen that's up for directing so far. Uh, but it wasn't bad directing wise. Directoring. Directoring. Uh, editing? Yeah. Who, who knows? Yeah. Uh, and you know what? And and I hate to say this, um, the. Everyone that votes on these categories, I dare to say they don't know what a yeah. good edited film is either. Unless they actually work on like the, the you know. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, if you work, if you if if you actually work in the film industry, you might have a better what you know. I but editing, I mean, I I know what, how a film pieces together. These all these films that are up for editing, they're all very well edited. Right. How much more can you get? But someone that's in that business, someone that maybe an editing company, it's like listen. The best edited film is this. And I, you know what? It'll never be nominated because it's not the kind of film that gets nominated. But an editing company might be like, yeah, that film, the absolute best edited film this year, tight as a snare drum. I but, mean, I guess pacing will go a lot into it. Uh, that I have to wait and see. Um, if I had to choose between this and Hell or, high wa- Hell or High Water, I would go Hell or High Water. For editing? Yeah. Okay. Um, what now, else? What else? For design, but design. we know it's not going to win for design. No. Because what period pieces still... up? Yeah, exactly. And uh, what, what period pieces are up? Is it uh, Flor- just... Flor- Florence Foster Jenkins in there by any chance? No. No. no? It's Fantastic Beasts, Hail Caesar, La La Land, Passengers, and Arrival. Without having seen the other films, I'm guessing Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Or um... well, you know why? Because it's early ninth, uh, early twentieth century. Don't... Yeah. Passengers, what's that? That's the one with uh, what's his face from Guardians of the Galaxy, and what's her face from every uh, uh, fucking Ken O. Russell movie. This summer, what's his face and what's her face? Yeah, in that thing by Ken Russell. Oh, the, the Academy, they they love her. Uh, she's in the um, fucking Hunt Hunger Games movies. Oh, that chick, yeah. I, I'm no, sick. I, I just, I can't. I, I'm, not, I'm not thinking straight. <laughs> um, for adaptive screenplay, again, it's kind of, it's a little hard to say, but um, uh, 
I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't see a sci-fi film winning that many. Maybe it'll get, like, sound mix. It's up for that? Yeah, it's up for sound mix and sound edit. So I, it's maybe it'll get one of those two. What else is and, up for sound mixing and editing? Because usually, almost always, the same movie wins both. Uh, for sound edit, we have Deepwater, Hacksaw, La La, and Sully. Okay. And then for sound mix is Hacksaw, La La, Rogue, and 13 Hours. So it's not up for any of them. Oh, no, you're, 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 Arrival. I'm, I didn't bother saying Arrival because oh, we know. Uh, it's probably got to go to Deep Water because there's a lot of explosions. I was thinking Hacksaw for both. Probably, you know what? That's that's the easy win because they're yeah. not going to give Mel Gibson anything else. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, here, um, have, 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 have some sound, fuckface. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? It's... it's, it's yeah. I hate to say it, but I actually would recommend this film to, like, let me put it this way. I would recommend this film to, like, my mother. Oh, boy. Because I think she'll understand it. Okay. Now, that sounds mean. I don't mean it to be. <laughs> but, but like, she likes science fiction films. <coughs> uh, my father likes science fiction films. My father would definitely dig this film. But I like science fiction, but the films I like she doesn't understand and i and i'm totally on board with that i get it i i i the films i like are stupid <laughs> she tells you uh, that they're like like you know they're just like ridiculous but this is uh you'd probably have to explain the ending to her but she'd like it okay i think uh so i i i, w I would actually recommend this film to people i actually told holly she might like this oh this wasn't uh, one of the films that she put an h next to uh, no, the only the only the only best picture film she put an H next to was um, Hacksaw. Oh, I actually have Mare's list somewhere of all the films that she put an H or an M next to, and Arrival just happened to be one of them. Oh, Hidden Did Figures you was not. Yeah, yeah, we watched What'd it together. She, she loved it. She has to come on the show sometime. I, you know that. I've mentioned him s numerous times, and oh. uh, I told I told her that. Uh, what was the one episode that we were gonna do? Oh, we fuck. should do Dirty Dancing, and make her make her do the show, and defend it. She's not gonna be able to. <laughs> She's not. She knows that. Uh, we should do it anyway, though. Um, I there, think we there, should do. We should do like a, like a couples episode right. where all four of us get together together like in the same room and just talk films. Oh, I remember. It was she was gonna do the Oscars with me last year because you couldn't make it. Oh, that's she, right. Yeah, she yeah, backed yeah. out on me at the last second. Well, I, I might be punking out on you this year too. Oh, bastard. Well, again, it, it, my anniversary. I don't, I don't I care married, about your anniversary. Once I get married, I'll be able to play off the anniversary to a different anniversary. We'll be good. Fine. All right. Give me this year. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would recommend the film. That's that's it's it's a decent sci-fi film. I, I I would really, um, it's probably the best. I mean, it's. You know, ignoring the hype, it's probably the best sci-fi film that came out this year. I'd I would to, need a list of all the other yes, sci-fi films was, that came out this year to compare it to. I was but. just going to say that I would need a list of everything, but as of right now, I would agree with that. I, I don't remember any, any other big sci-fi film. You know, ignoring Star Wars, that's sci-fi fantasy. Well, I think ballpark. that would have to be included in that. But yes, uh, I don't know. Uh, again, that's sci-fi fantasy, whole different thing. 
Huh, what else can and this is see? and this is strictly an adult film. This is not like a, a family film like Star Wars is. Yeah, I mean it's PG thirteen and it's just like well, it's PG thirteen, but I mean it's if not, you're thirteen, you're it's just an it's it's just a, a rating. It, it's like thirteen year olds exactly. probably aren't going to want to watch this. Yeah, they they aren't looking for a young audience. They just have the PG thirteen there because there really wasn't anything bad in the movie. Right. <laughs> this is we, true. We we tried the right tits in. We couldn't find a spot. Yes, Amy Adams you know? is a total prude. Yeah, couldn't do it. Any any se- any like sex scene would have been awkward. Yeah. How, how do I get the uh, the scantily clad shot in this for my cover? You uh, don't. No, I always find uh, something. Oh, I know. You, you got to get her like in like the uh, the white uh, wife beater shirt when she's putting on the uh, the the hazmat suit. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, there you and, go. and I think it was cold in that room, so that works. <laughs> Can I say something about Jeremy Renner? Yeah. Uh, he's the most unversatile, versatile actor I've ever seen. <laughs> he really is. He's, he's, I mean, he's not versatile in as far as he's kind of playing the same character every time he does something. Yeah, he's like However, the Morgan Freeman of white people. Yeah, right? But it's like, but then again, I just recently watched the, the Bourne... Uh, legacy with him. Oh, right. That's when they tried to go like, over, they tried because they didn't know if they Matt Damon would do it anymore, and they just said, okay, we're going to branch out and do someone new. And from what I heard, he's very good in it. He He's probably the best part of it. Oh, wow. I I don't know. But yeah, I watched all five of them in a row, all, all four of them in a row, and the fifth one I watched in the airplane, and I oh. got to tell you, it's like after the third or fourth one, you're like, yeah, I've seen this already. You're not really bringing too much... <laughs> I don't it's think it's really I, very formulaic. I don't think it's meant to be watched that way. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, I don't think supposed it, to read all the books in a row either. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think they ever intended those to be done in a marathon type setting. Yeah, but so like, so he does that where he's like this big secret agent kind of guy, action fan, or he's um, uh, Hawkeye. 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 Yeah, he's Hawkeye. All right. Uh, I want to make sure Hawkeye? I wasn't mixing up with DC. Did you say Hawkeye? No, uh, Hawkeye's DC. What's the Marvel version? <laughs> no, Hawkeye is is Marvel. Oh, Green Arrow's DC. Thank you. All right, yes. I got it backwards. Or um, uh, is Nighthawk DC? Nighthawk is DC. That's that's Robin. He becomes Nighthawk. That's right. No arrow okay. involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually has like a staff, I think. Um, staff anyway. infection. <laughs> anyway, all I'm trying to say is that, like, Renner's in that. Renner's in. Uh, Fucking uh, Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker. And then he's in this, and he plays like a soldier, uh, a, a super secret agent, and a nerdy scientist, and he's he's plays them almost the exact same way. Yeah, I totally buy it every time. <laughs> it's weird. I, I like, like watch it. It's you know I should have the same reaction to him playing the physicist as I as I do. Um, uh, what's his name playing the the sci- the the math the science teacher in Happening? Oh, John Leguizamo. <laughs> no, no, not John Leguizamo. The lead. Oh, uh, Mark yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Hey guys, what about the bees dying? What do you think of that? <laughs> like no, you're not, no fucking way. You're a sci- science teacher. Fuck off. No. Hey guys, uh, come on. What about all these bees? So it's like I should have the exact same reaction to him, and this movie's like, "Hi, I'm a physicist," but I'm like, "Yeah, I believe that." There's <laughs> something weird about him. He's like a chameleon, but he's a chameleon that always looks the same. I'd love to have a beer with that guy. I bet he'd be fun hang out to hang out with. 
I think so. I think he. Uh, <laughs> I. I'd expect. Uh, only. Uh, I guess, but only if there's like a bar fight. I'll get into a bar fight to hang out with Jeremy Renner. I, I think so. Yeah. Sure, because you know I, what? You, know, you get in a bar fight with Jeremy Renner. Some cool people are probably going to show up. I remember him. The first time I ever saw Jeremy Renner was back when he did his TV show. Back when I was still watching television. Um, what was that? And it's. Uh, I'm looking to see. Uh, we're talking early 2000s, maybe late 2000s. Let me see. What was the first thing I ever saw him in? I'm trying to find it real quick. It was before the Hurt Locker. Uh, it was a TV show. It only lasted one season, I think. And I'm I'm not seeing it. I'm trying to. I'm I'm going through all of his stuff right now. Uh, I didn't know he was an episode of Strange Luck. That's funny, because I like that show. And I don't remember him. Uh, but oh, he was like yeah, the lead Strange character. Luck. It was a TV show about cops. It was a cop TV show. Wait, you're not talking about Reno nine one one, are you? No, no, that's a comedy. This was like a straight cop oh, TV. Oh, sh- okay, fine. Uh, uh, CS. He was in CSI one episode. That's not it, right? Or no, that's that? not it. First thing I ever saw him in was SWAT. See, I saw SWAT. I don't remember him from SWAT. Oh, the Unusuals. That's it. It lasted one season. The Unusuals. And in, in, in two thousand nine, it was actually a year after Hurt Locker. So oh, I'm correct on that. He was in twenty eight weeks later too. Oh, I remember. Didn't he? burned alive in that oh shit yeah he's the guy that gets burned alive and, and 28 weeks later i forgot that's, about that that's right maybe that was the first thing i ever saw him in and then i saw right, swat so, later let me let me rephrase this the first thing i recognized him in uh and ignoring the hurt locker i i must have seen the hurt locker after i saw the tv show because i guess the hurt Locker. like by the time i saw oscars are probably out after right uh but i, I remember his, I, I swear i saw him in the unusuals first and he played a cop in that but um, yeah, then he was in the town, which I didn't see until like five years after it came out. I still haven't seen it. Uh, it's okay. I heard it's good. It's 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 not bad. It's good. It's okay. It takes it's place in, in Boston. It's it's probably the it's probably the most different character he's ever played that I've seen. Played James Coughlin. Oh yeah, even Mission Impossible, and then that he plays that like he's like the like the. The political guy that gets involved in the side, I buy that too. It's yeah. just weird. He's weird that way. He could play a nun, and I'd buy it. So like, hey, you know, the church is getting kind of lax. Who knows? I mean, oh, I still have to see Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. I haven't seen oh, it yet. I, okay. I, I made it through, like, the first 20 minutes of it. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't finish. Oh, boy. I No real reason. I was just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I, just, you know, <laughs> the thing is, like, the first ten minutes, he's not even in it because it's like his little kids for the first ten uh, minutes. That's right. Cause Hudson yeah, but uh, yeah. But, uh, once I knew where the where the film was going, I was like, I've I've been here. It was it was called Van Helsing. I'm done. <laughs> Van Helsing. It's almost like a cross between Van Helsing and the Brothers Grimm. Yeah. Who directed that? And, and, and like, even even though the film doesn't seem to take itself too seriously, it's still just too much. It says he's in an untitled Jeremy Renner born sequel. So are they going to go back and forth between him and Matt Damon? Well, that the the, the That would be the smart, legacy, I think. The legacy actually takes place during the third film. They kind of did that overlap where his story takes place during the the third film. Oh, okay. So they kind of coincide with each other. His like overlaps a little bit further. Um Oh, so, that's funny. 
You know who directed Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters? Who? Tommy Wercola. Who directed... He's famous for Dead Snow. <laughs> oh. Now I have to go back and finish it. Dead Snow. Oh. Oh. Yep. Somebody saw that and said, yeah, I'll give this guy $50 million. Why not? <laughs> Why not? But yeah, I'll tell you though. Again, it's not like I didn't stop watching it because it was bad. Like it was like, oh, I can't take this anymore. I mean, that's that's why I still haven't gotten through um, Batman Forever. They've announced Hansel and Gretel. No, Batman Wh- and Robin. Batman and Batman Robin. And that's Robin. why I still haven't gotten through that. Oh God, uh, Hansel and Gretel: Witch Hunters Two is announced for him to direct. Oh, well, I'll have to finish watching that one. Uh, I mean, but it was just like, yeah, I know where this is going. I know it all. I'm just, I, I'm not interested. That was the only reason. So I, it wasn't bad as much. It was just like, yeah, I, I see where the joke is. <laughs> you know, and I, I already seen enough of him shooting arrows. I'm done with that. Yeah. 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 But, but overall, I'd say a decent film. Uh, now, IMDb has it at, at 8.2. Hey, that's, yeah, okay. It's high. Yeah, it is high. Where do you want to go with it? I'd say seven. I agree. I don't want to go higher than seven on this. I mean, um, it, again, we can't do those half point ones, but feet to the fire, I would go seven point five. But I'm fine with a seven. No, I'm not putting your feet in the fire for this. Um, Thank you. I mean, for me, a, a sci-fi film that goes over seven would be like the thing. Yeah, that's about as you know, or aliens. Is, yeah. I sure. mean, I'd go. I'd, I'd go. Eight or nine on aliens, and I do the same for the maybe ten on the thing. Just because oh, the it's, thing it's definitely just ten. Fuck so you. fucking. Of course, good. it's ten. Don't did even. You, how's that even a question? Why did would you, you just say, say maybe? Did you say fuck you to me? Yeah, well, yeah. What do you mean maybe ten on the thing? What the fuck's your? Well, did you're I sick. Say, you're did, not I, did I straight. say maybe? I, I, I didn't mean <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I didn't mean maybe, man. Do you want to? want to say seven? Seven, perfect. Seven. All right. 166,000 votes. We come in at 7. No, I'm seeing uh, 170,000 votes. Yeah, not, nothing nothing crazy here. The lowest, the highest demographic is females under 18. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> uh, well, actually, no, I do wonder why. I, you know why? Because it's touchy-feely. That's yeah. why. Jimmy Renner doesn't even like take his shirt off. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's that's why. That's funny. When uh, you when you loaded up the page, it was at 166. It's at 170. Uh-huh. Like. Uh, one uh, hundred seventy thousand fifty-two. I just refreshed. It's one hundred seventy thousand five forty-six. So five hundred votes, just in the time that I refreshed the page, like within oh, ten minutes. People are catching up for the Oscars. Yeah. Well, I'd like to think they're listening to our podcast and they decided right, so, that they had to go. Uh, let, let me re- let me rephrase this. The highest demographic is m- males. Uh, males. <laughs> is, uh, sorry, females under eighteen, eight point eight. Lowest demographic Whores. is. Is male is forty five and older seven point seven. Ah, so it's only off by one point, but there's that thing of the uh, young girls and old men don't agree on arrival. Funny, that's that's how our voting goes too. <laughs> our real life politics. Ah, uh, so that's um that's it for arrival. Uh, now next episode we're going to be reviewing hidden figures. I thought it was Hidden Fences. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Hidden Figures. We'll be, we'll be diving into the black gold at, uh, part of the Oscars this year. Black gold! And, uh, black gold! 
Uh, we'll be reviewing uh, Hidden Figures, and that'll be episode 231. That is correct. And you'll, you'll hear that. You can catch that. It's probably posted right now, if you go to look. That's right. Yes. Uh, we do have voicemail. Oh! Oh, good. Let's do that. We have voicemail from Gino. That's right. We, we missed it last week. Sorry, Gino. No, we'll do it now. Yep. Let me uh, cue it up. Oh, so, so uh, yeah. oh don't do that. Uh. What's up, guys? It's Gino Cuddy here of Gino, Gino in the Evening and the new cult movie podcast. Uh, uh, just checking in with you guys. I hope you guys are doing all right. Uh, just, uh, I was uh, just watching uh, Wes Craven's Shocker, uh, which is a film you guys reviewed way, way back. I think in one of the, I think it was, I don't remember the exact episode name, but I think it was in the hundreds. Um, great movie, great movie. Soundtrack is killer. I love the title track. I love uh, the Ballad of Horace Pinker. There were some great one-liners in that shit. I'm, I might even cover that on my show. I, oh. I, know, I don't want to be covering the same films you guys have covered because I want to uh, bring traffic over to your site, right. too. But uh, we'll there's some copyright. films that you guys have covered that I want to see and cover myself, actually, if you guys don't mind. Uh, like that one, I do have Death Row Game Show. I do plan on covering Hunk at some point. Which they um, just sit down and watch Death that again. Row. They just released um, on Blu-ray. It's funny. I sh- why, <laughs> why, why was I watching Shocker when I should have been watching Cockeyed Cavaliers to prepare for my next week's show? Oh, uh, oh by the way, Disney, Disney can uh, <laughs> royally suck my balls for uh, blocking Excuse my uh, latest episode from YouTube. Uh, put, like, over seven hours into that episode, and now it's all gone down the shitter because Disney decided to lay an egg and... Block my episode covering the black hole worldwide. Worldwide. So I was like, yep. Yeah, now, now I gotta. Now I disputed it. Now I gotta wait thirty days. And I was so angry. I I did like an online rant for it. And uh, <laughs> and just to bring everyone up to speed, uh, Gino did win the dispute um, against uh, YouTube, which I know Gino is saying Disney. But it is YouTube's algorithm which catches that stuff on Disney's behalf. Right now, so, did, did they just put the advertising on it and let it go? Uh, I believe. Actually, I don't know if they threw the monetize on there uh, that they would get any money made from it. To be honest, he didn't mention it. He just mentioned that they one way to find out they re- they released the uh, the band or the flag. When I re-listened to your YouTube sucks episode, you guys are on point with everything you said. Thank you. I wish there was a way I could like direct link to a specific episode of your show. You can do that. Then I would like you know <laughs> tell people go listen to this and and it'll explain all my problems. It'll explain the problems of small time movie reviewers everywhere because you guys you know did a great job explaining all that and I got to give you your props for that. Thank you. Um, Thank so, you. What I got coming down the pike for my show, I'm going yeah, to be reviewing next week, my Wheeler touch. and Wolsey in the film <laughs> Cockeye Cavaliers from 1934. Okay. And during that show, I will also be reviewing the new Wheeler and Wolsey DVD box set <laughs> that came out from Warner Archives because they sent it to me over the Christmas break. 
uh, for me to review, and I never got around to it. After that, I will be covering uh, the uh, Toho cult classic, Godzilla's Revenge, uh, a.k.a. That's All Monsters hard. Attack. Uh, and I'll be teaming yeah. up with David Lawler from the uh, Blissville uh, Twilight Zone podcast, um, and I'll be covering that film. Um, and I just got to say, I don't know what he was thinking when he made the film, but Fritz Lang was spot on with how Metropolis, you know, just foretold our truth. Joe Frederson is our president now, and now all the, and now everybody's protesting like the workers protest at the end of the film. If you, if nobody sees that connection, there must be something wrong with you. You got to be blind. Um, totally so blind. I told people on my live stream yeah. to just go and watch Metropolis this weekend. You'll know yes. why. Um, yes, yes. So again, I got to meet you guys this year. We got to meet up this year and do We're something, coming. man, because We're you coming. guys are like my inspirations for like doing this shit. Thank you. I Thank wouldn't you do the new cult movie podcast every week if it wasn't for you guys. You guys are like a major inspiration to why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I want to give you guys big props <laughs> and big shouts. We gotta meet up. We gotta, you know, maybe we could even do like a freaking show together. We gotta like do cross promotion. We we gotta I get. We, be on the show. Uh, we we gotta like um, we gotta collaborate on shit. Gotta collaborate on projects. Um, so yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, you guys are doing all right. Look forward to your uh, show uh, this week. Um, have a great night, guys. This is again Gino Cuddy signing out. If you want to follow me on Facebook, go to facebook.com slash official Gino Cuddy. That is G-E-N-O-C-U-D-D-Y. If you want to follow me on Twitter, follow me on uh, official Gino C. I do have a blog. However, I don't post there very often. That is Cuddy's World, C-U-D-D-Y's World, at dot blogspot.com. Um, and uh, go follow the new cult movie podcast if you put in the new cult movie Oh, and that's when you tried to call me. <laughs> that's when I called you. <laughs> and I was like, with with Skype, you you can't just go, oh, I listened to five minutes and 11 seconds of that. Let me go back to that exact point. And I'm like, sorry, Gino, I'm not going to listen to five minutes of that and record it again. So but, uh, there was yeah, like another yeah. 20 seconds to that. I, I'm sure... Sorry. Just sum up Gino there. Do a Google search for Gino Cuddy. You'll find a shitload of stuff. Uh, he's got his Gino Cuddy in the evening show. He's got the new cult movie podcast, which you can find on YouTube. He's Love not on that. iTunes yet. Love that opening. Uh, you know, I'm sure that'll come soon. And um, uh, catch his stuff. Uh, he's 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 an interesting character to say the least. <laughs> and and Joey and I, I assume we're going to go up to be on his his uh, his broadcast show, uh, his um, local access show. Yeah. But I, you know. I figure if, if we if we can't make it for one of those dates, we'll end up recordings. I say we'll just like we'll like, like go to a, like somewhere and get drunk and record with him in a, like a diner booth. I'm all for that. Let's go to a diner two in the morning, toss him back whiskey sours, and and talk Disney films. Uh, I got invited this year, and I think it's something we might want to consider doing next year. I said no this but, year because we didn't have time, but um, AMC, I believe AMC Theaters does it. Over two weekends, they show all of the best picture films. And what you would do is you buy a ticket, and they'll show, mm. say, four films. I saw one, that. One yeah. Saturday, and then they'll show five films the other Saturday, or however many films there are. And it's basically an all-day affair. Oh, and geez. some of my coworkers, they, they go every year. And they asked me if I wanted to go, and I said, 
that we already made the schedule. We already started reviewing them. So I said, maybe next year, maybe we'll make a thing of it. We'll choose one day and we'll we'll do the whole uh you know the whole, all day a th- thing maybe do like a small round table uh, for the show like with that's, uh, with I my that's co-workers. a great idea yeah you know yeah i like that let's we'll, we'll work on that for next year we'll plan that ahead of time that way let's say we don't do the oscar show we could at least we'll have that you know kind of instead yeah you know we could do like maybe like small like 10 15 minute reviews after each film or like when we have dinner you get like a 2 hour dinner and then we could just put the camera on the table and just do a round table. Yeah, you know, I, I, I agree. Work. I think that's yeah. a great idea. All right, so next year yeah, but, we'll, we'll probably yeah, do we, that. I'm sorry, yeah, but, but we will be meeting up with Gino next month, so stay tuned. The Gino saga will continue. Next month? March? Next month. You think March? Yeah, D- Disney monetizes ass. And by the way, uh, I, I also just want a quick quick shout-out <coughs> to uh, the fact that I, I'm very I'm, – I'm, uh, uh, pardon me, I'm impressed – that Gino was able to get the same voiceover guy for the opening uh, titles of his show that we got for ours. Love that opening. That, that, that's a catch. That's that's a catch. <laughs> yeah, baby. And 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 I gotta say, I I um I haven't got a chance to watch the whole episode beginning to end, but I did listen to a bit of it and jump around a bit. And Gino uh, likes the Gino is a huge fan of um the black hole. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I think we really have to review it in a future episode because <laughs> I, I I don't think we're going to have the same point of view on it that he did. I, I feel I feel like we've reviewed that seventy five times on our show. But we, uh, unofficially, but we it's never unofficially. Have. What the the one thing we always talk about is uh, the story of us keeping each other awake. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I'd look over and you're asleep. I'd nudge you, and then you'd look over. I'm asleep. You'd nudge me, and it's just like everybody because everybody bailed out on movie on bad movie night after the second film. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. After, yeah. Jim Cotta. It was Jim Cotta. Yeah. After Jim Cotta, which was the feature, that was the movie. Everyone, right. before, everyone before bailed. Jim Cotta, yeah, before Jim Cotta, we we had shown um, Alone, Alone in, in the, the Dark, Dark. and uh, what else did we show? We showed one other thing. No, it was it was that Jim Cotta and then Black, uh, Hole. Black Hole. God, Black Hole. Everybody was kind of game for the first hour of Jim Cotta, but by the time that ended, we were like, okay, next film. It was like, no, we're good. Goodbye. Yeah. I mean, I think Mare went to bed. No, it was just you and I. Yeah, that's what I mean. She, she went she to like, bed. Everyone left. Yeah, this was back. Everybody was when, like, fuck this shit. This is back when I was living in my apartment. Yeah, yeah. And we were hanging out in the basement, and he's like, Scott nudges me, don't don't you fall asleep on me. And then he falls asleep, and I'm like, "Don't you? If I have to stay awake, you're staying awake." And that's how uh, we—that's how we got through the whole movie. We brutal. kept waking I, well, each I'll other you, up. I tell you, if if we do end up reviewing uh, Black Hole, we'll definitely get Gino the call in to try to defend it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but futile. yeah, so this this um, in case you weren't sure, this was our review of the Arrival. Yeah, hope you enjoyed it. And uh, episode 230 and 231 will be coming up uh, shortly for. Hidden fences. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Hidden figures. Yeah. Uh, God damn it. All right. Uh, episode 230. <laughs> Did I hear you say raccoon? Yeah. Big raccoon. <laughs> big raccoon. Um, I'm going to make this quick just because I don't feel well. Go to moviesfantastic.com. 
Download the shows, listen to the shows. Just Google tune, Movie Sucktastic. Tune in live every Thursday at 8 o'clock. <coughs> Excuse me. Go to iTunes, leave us reviews. You can download and listen to the show there as well. Go to Facebook.com slash Movie Sucktastic. Everything we post there uh, has everything to do with the show, so we suggest you go there and like it. If you want to leave us voicemail... Uh-huh. It's Sorry. It's 908-514-4470. If you want to leave us email, the address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. Oh, why? Uh, download the free Android app for your phone. There's also a mobile version for you iPhone users. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I coughed I right don't. over that. Black no. gold! Black gold! We're walking away with this shit. <laughs> All right, everybody. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> We'll talk. To you. We'll talk to you next week. Or like five minutes. Yeah, stop that too. You give. You're giving away all our secrets. I'm not going anywhere. I should be going to bed, but you sh- <laughs> Yeah, you should. We'll we'll breeze through it. I think it's a breezable movie. <laughs> yeah. Too much. Goodbye. Uh, goodbye.